Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Scaries series. My name is Stephanie McNeil. I'm your host of the Highly Spirited Podcast. Today, I'm going to read you an original creepypasta that made its debut April 28, 2010. This one is called Smile Dog. Let's get into it. You try to tell yourself over and over it's just an image, just a stupid picture of a stupid dog that somebody has photoshopped teeth onto. It isn't even scary or at least it doesn't scare you, not one bit. How could it scare you? It's just a picture. You tell yourself these things, but when you do, you lie. The image does scare you. Something about that smile, too wide, with too, with too many teeth. The same, all the better to eat you with, smile that the big bad wolf gave to Red Riding Hood. A smile full of threat and sharpness, a predatory smile. Again, you try to bury the idea, to ignore it, but it's no use. Even when you close your eyes, you see it smiling maniacally back at you, the eyes illuminated and searing, burning into your mind, your soul. You know right then you have to get rid of it, to pass the image into someone else, to do as the thing says and spread the word. You know you'll do these things because you must, because if you don't, you know that eventually he will pay you a visit. I first met in person with Mary E. in the summer of 2007. I had arranged with her husband of 15 years, Terrence, to see her for an interview. Mary had initially agreed, since I was not a newsman, but rather an amateur writer gathering information for a few early college assignments and, and if all went according to plan, some pieces of fiction. We scheduled the interview for a particular weekend when I was in Chicago on unrelated business. But at the last moment, Mary changed her mind and locked herself in the couple's bedroom, refusing to meet with me. For half an hour, I sat with Terrence as we camped outside the bedroom door, I listening and taking notes while he attempted fruitlessly to calm his wife. The things Mary said made little sense, but it fit with the pattern I was expecting. Though I could not see her, I could tell from her voice that she was crying, and more often than not, her objections to speaking with me centered around an incoherent diatribe on her dreams, her nightmares. Terrence apologized profusely when we ceased the exercise, and I did my best to take it in stride. Recall that I wasn't a reporter in search of a story, but merely a curious young man in search of information. Besides, I thought at the time I could perhaps find another similar case if I put my mind and resources to it. Mary E. was a size up for a small Chicago-based bulletin board system in 1992 when she first encountered Smile.jpg and her life changed forever. She and Terrence had been married for only five months. Mary was one of estimated 400 people who saw the image when it was posted as a hyperlink on the BBS, though she is the only one who has spoken openly about the experience. The rest have remained anonymous or are perhaps dead. When in 2005, when I was only in 10th grade, smile.jpg was the first, was first brought to my attention by forgoing interest in web-based phenomena. Mary was the most often cited victim of what is sometimes referred to as smile.dog. The being smile.jpg is reputedly is reputed to display. What caught my interest, other than the obvious macabre elements of the cyber legend and my proclivity towards such things, was the sheer lack of information, usually to the point that people don't believe it even exists other than as a rumor or a hoax. It is unique because though the entire phenomenon centers on a picture file, that file is nowhere to be found on the internet. Certainly many photo manipulated similar litter on the web showing up with the most 
frequency on sites such as ImagineBoard, 4chan, particularly the X-Focus Paranormal Subboard. It is suspected that these are fakes because they do not have the effect of the true smile.jpg is believed to have, namely sudden onset, temporal lobe epilepsy, and acute anxiety. This purported reaction in the viewer is one of the reasons that the phantom-like smile.jpg is regarded with such disdain. Since it is patently absurd, though, depending on who you ask, the reluctance to acknowledge smile.jpg's existence might be such out of fear that it is of disbelief. Neither smile.jpg or smile.dog is mentioned anywhere on Wikipedia, though the website features articles on such other, perhaps more scandalous shock sites as hello.jpg or two girls in one cup. Any attempt to create a page pertaining to smile.jpg is deleted by any of the encyclopedia's many admins. Encounters with smile.jpg are the stuff of internet legend. Mary E's story is not unique. There are unverified rumors of smile.jpg showing up in the early days of un of Usenet and even one persistent tale in 2002, a hacker flooded the forums of humor and satire websites, something awful with a deluge of smile.dog pictures, rendering almost half the forums user at the time epileptic. It is also said that in the mid to late 90s that smile.jpg circulated on Usenet as an attachment of a chain email with the subject line, smile, God loves you. Yet despite the huge exposure these stunts would generate, there are very few people who would admit to experiencing any of them and no trace of the file or any link that has ever been discovered. Those who claim to have seen smile.jpg often weakly joke that they were far too busy to save a copy of the picture to their hard drive. However, all alleged victims offer the same description of the photo a dog-like creature, usually described as appearing similar to a Siberian husky. Illuminated by the flash of the camera, sits in a dim room, the, the only background detail that is visible being a human hand extending from the darkness near the left side of the frame. The hand is empty, but is usually described as beckoning, of course. Most attention is given to the dog or dog-like creature. The muzzle of the beast is reputedly split in a wide grin, revealing two rows of very white, very straight, very sharp, very human-looking teeth. This is, of course, not a description given immediately after viewing the picture, but rather a recollection of the victims, who claim to have seen the picture endlessly repeated in their mind's eye during the time that they are, in reality, having epileptic fits. These fits are reported to continue indeterminately often while the victim sleeps, resulting in very vivid and disturbing nightmares. These may be treated with medication, though in some, some cases it's more effective than others. Mary E., I assumed, was not on effective medication. That was why, after my visit to her apartment in 2007, I sent out feelers to several folklore and urban legend-oriented news groups, websites, and mailing lists, hoping to find the name of a supposed victim of smile.jpg who felt more interested in talking about its experiences. For a time, nothing happened, and at length I forgot completely about my pursuits, since I had begun my freshman year of college and was quite busy. Mary contacted me via email, however, nearing the beginning of March 2008. The email states, Dear Mr. L, I am incredibly sorry about my behavior last summer when you came to interview me. I hope you understand that it was no fault of yours but rather my own problems that led me to act out as I did. I realized that I could have handled the situation more decorously. However, I hope that you will forgive me at the time I was afraid. You see, for 15 years, I have been haunted by smile.jpg, smile.dog, 
comes to me in my sleep every night. And I know that sounds silly, but it is true. There is an ethical quality about my dreams, my nightmares, that makes them completely unlike any real dreams I have ever had. I do not move. I do not speak. I simply look ahead. And the only thing ahead of me is a scene from that horrible picture. I see the beckoning hand and I see the smile dog. It talks to me. It is not a dog, of course, though I am not quite sure what it really is. It tells me it will leave me alone only if I do as it asks. All I must do, it says, is spread the word. That is how it phrases its demands, and I know exactly what it means. It wants me to show it to someone else. And I could. The week after my incident, I received in the mail a manila envelope with no return address. Inside was only three and a half inch floppy diskette. Without having to check, I knew precisely what was on it. I thought for a long time about my options. I could show it to a stranger, a coworker. I could even show it to Terrence, as much as the idea disgusted me. And what would happen then? Well, if Smile Dog kept its word, I could sleep. Yet, if it lied, what would I do? And who was to say something worse would not come for me if I did as the creature asked? So I did nothing for 15 years, though I kept the diskette hidden among my things. Every night for 15 years, Smile Dog has come to me in my sleep and demanded that I spread the word. For 15 years, I have stood strong, though there have been hard times. Many of my fellow victims on the BBS board where I first encountered Smile.jpg stopped posting. I heard some of them committed suicide. Others remained completely silent, simply disappearing off the face of the web. They are the ones I worry about the most. I sincerely hope you will forgive me, Mr. L., but last summer, when you contacted me and my husband about the interview, I was near the breaking point. I decided I was going to give you the floppy diskette. I did not care if Smile.Dog was lying or not. I wanted it to end. You were a stranger, someone I had no connection with, and I thought I would not feel sorrow when you took the diskette as part of your research and sealed your fate. Before you arrived, I realized what I was doing, was plotting to ruin your life. I could not stand the thought, and in fact, I still cannot. I am ashamed, Mr. L, and I hope that this warning will dissuade you from further investigation of smile.jpg. You may, in time, encounter someone who is, if not weaker than I am, then wholly more depraved, someone who will not hesitate to follow Smile Dog's orders. Stop while you are still whole. Sincerely, Mary E. Terrence contacted me later that month with the news that his wife had killed herself. While cleaning up the various things she'd left behind, closing email accounts and the like, he happened upon the above message. He was a man in shambles. He wept as she told me he wept as he told me to listen to his wife's advice. He'd found the diskette, he revealed, and burned it until it was nothing but a stinking pile of blackened plastic. The part that most disturbed him out, however, was how the diskette had hissed as it melted, like some sort of animal, he said. I will admit that I was a little uncertain about how to respond to this. At first, I thought perhaps it was a joke, with the couple belatedly playing with the situation in order to get some rise out of me. A quick check of several Chicago's new newspaper's online obituaries, however, proved that Mary E. was indeed dead. There was, of course, no mention of suicide in the article. I, I decided that, for a time at least, I would not further pursue the subject of smile.jpg, especially since I had finals coming up at the end of May but the world has odd ways of testing us. Almost a full year later, I'd returned from my disastrous interview with Mary E. I received another email. This one was from Elzahir82, subject smile. The email reads, hello, 
I found your email address through a mailing list. Your profile said you are interested in Smile Dog. I have I have saw it. It is not as bad as everyone says. I have sent it to you here. Just spreading the word. Smiley face. The final line chilled me to the bone. According to my email client, there was one file attachment called naturally smile.jpg. I considered downloading it for some time. It was most likely a fake, I imagined, and even if it weren't, I was never wholly convinced of smile.jpg's peculiar powers. Mary E's account had shaken me, yes, but there was probably ment- but she was probably mentally unbalanced anyway. After all, how could a simple image do what smile.jpg was said to accomplish? What sort of creature was it that could break one's mind with only the power of the eye? And if such things were patently absurd, then why did the legend exist at all? If I downloaded the image, if I looked at it, and if Mary turned out to be correct, if smile.dog came to me in my dreams demanding I spread the word, what would I do? Would I live my life as Mary had, fighting against the urge to give it to give in until I die? Or would I simply spread the word, eager to be put to rest? And if I chose the latter route, how could I do it? Whom would I burden in return? I went through my earlier intention to write a short article about smile.jpg. I decided I could attach it as evidence. And anyone who read the article, anyone who took interest would be affected. And even assuming the smile.jpg attached to the email was genuine, would I be capricious enough to save myself in that manner? Could I spread the word? Yes, yes I could. Photo attached. Mm -hmm.